Welcome to the Wonder Church Podcast. Hey, welcome again to another episode of our podcast. I'm CJ. I'm Nicole. And we're so excited that you're here today. We are talking about the heart of wonder, our values, and this 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 value that we're talking about today is God speaks. Yeah. So we're going to unpack that just a little bit today. Um, I got a master's degree in leadership studies, and one of the books I read for that degree was called Leading Change by John Cotter. I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic book about how to lead change initiatives. One of the elements of leading a change initiative, whether it be in your personal life or in an organization or even in a, a society, community, a nation, or whatever, is to interrupt the communication stream. That's the language to use. Interrupt the communication stream. You have to be able to get people's attention. Uh, you know, uh, think about it like in an organization, you got to send emails, not just one email for a change, but like multiple emails. You got to have meetings. You got to have uh, depending on the size of the organization, even promos for, you know, a big change. And, um, you know, it's true for starting a new church, you know, we're starting wonder church and we're realizing in order for us to have a, an actual start, which is a change, Mm -hmm. we have to interrupt the communication stream of the people around us Mm -hmm. to let them know that we're here and invite them to come. So, so in that, the reason I bring that up is to say communication is vitally important for us to become everything we are made to be. Mm. And uh, you will inevitably become more like what you are listening to. That's really good, yeah. Always, mm-hmm. always. And if we are trying to become more like who Jesus is calling us to be, that means we need to be listening to his voice, yes. allow him to speak to us, right. to show us who we're supposed to be, what he made us to be. We also like to say here at Wonder Church that our metric for success is obedience to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That That is the, I mean, there was a, we did a podcast earlier about that. Obedience is the metric for success. Mm-hmm. And we believe that obedience, you know, to, to God is is one way that, it's how we become more like him and, and more like the person he's mm-hmm. made us to be, everything that we were made to be. But also... Uh, you can't, if that's true, if obedience is the metric for success, then we have to know what he wants us to do. Right. And there's, there's, it's one thing to know what the Bible tells us we're supposed to do. And then there's another thing for us to know what God is asking us to do in the unique situations that we face every day in our unique lives. And so there's, there's a need for sensitivity to his voice, mm-hmm. for silence, for stillness, um, for prayer, for intercession, all of those things. So... When we talk about the value God speaks, that is what we're talking about. It's it's uh, not just just a prayer value, mm-hmm. but it is a relationship value. Mm-hmm. It's a communion value. It's a change value. Mm-hmm. It's us becoming everything we were made yeah. to be. We 100% believe you cannot separate prayer from us becoming who we were, we were made to be. Jesus had such an intimate relationship with God, the Father, he said, I can do nothing unless the Father uh, shows me or tells me mm-hmm. to do that. And that is what we are trying to get at in our relationship with God, to have yeah. such a deep, intimate relationship with Him mm-hmm. that we are in step with God and we are just powerful people kicking some tail. And that's just awesome. So, 
So what are the different spiritual disciplines that go into uh, this value? Stuff like prayer, mm -hmm. like we mentioned. Mm -hmm. We are people of prayer. We pray all the time. Uh, but another is worship. I believe God does speak and guide us when we are worshiping him, when we are close to him. Silence is another spiritual discipline, being able to still all the noise. And that's a discipline, by the way. I think it is extremely valuable uh, in fast-paced societies like yeah. the one we are planting Wonder Church in. It is so loud. It is so noisy. But, you know, just because if you're listening to this and you live in a rural area, you think, oh, I don't have any distractions in my life. Well, you know, there's distractions all over the place. And uh, most likely there's room in your life for silence as well, needing mm -hmm. to have silence. Also, not just silence, but listening, the ability to discern the voice of God, reading scripture, memorization. All of those are spiritual disciplines that go into this value uh, by the way, this is also not just a value for us personally to become everything we are made to be, but it's a value for us organizationally as a church. We really believe that the organization of Wonder Church, it is physical and it is spiritual, Very much so. but it is primarily spiritual. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jesus said that he would build his church. So he is the leader of this church. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we really believe we get our marching orders, we get our vision, we get our next steps from him because mm -hmm. it's his church. It's not CJ and Nicole's church. Right. It's not a leadership team's church. It's mm -hmm. Jesus's church. And we are just trying to be sensitive and listen, yeah. Jesus, whatever you want, this is mm -hmm. your church. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you want to do with this church. So if you're listening and you're like, wow, I want to, you know, listen to God's voice more. I want want to listen and become more the, of what he's making me to be. Here's some things that you can do. You can start reading scripture. Scripture is very clear on, on different things that are good for your life and things that are not good for your life. So start reading scripture. Another is wisdom. And uh, you might think wisdom is, is a human thing. It's Wisdom is just about human beings, uh, humanism, humanistic, whatever. But wisdom is actually a godly thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Proverbs, in Proverbs, wisdom is described as a, a glorious, righteous woman that is a companion of God and, and does the will of God. Mm -hmm. So when we seek godly wisdom, when we step into that, we are, that is a way that God speaks to us and guides us in our life is through wisdom. Another is prophecy. We at Wonder Church really believe in prophecy and as a matter of fact, there have been a lot of prophetic words in our story so far that have helped guide us in our decision-making process. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that has really been a source of encouragement is there was a word given to us at a training, and the word was, God wants this church more than you do. Yes. And man, that has been an anchor for me because there's been times I did not want this church, <laughs> you know, it's like stressful or whatever. And, but the word is God wants this more than you. And so mm -hmm. like, just hold on to him. Um, another word that we got is that God would open doors. We didn't think were possible. And so whenever we hit a wall or whenever a door closes, an opportunity that we thought was what God wanted, whenever it closes, 
we expect God to open a different door, Mm -hmm. an even better door that we thought was impossible. And he has every (laughs) single time. It's just insane. And so we really believe in prophecy. And Mm -hmm. uh, that is part of uh, the the leadership and guidance of our church's prophecy. And then another way that God speaks is through other people. And this is throughout scripture. <clears throat> God speaks through prophets. God speaks through other, uh, just, just random people. Um, God spoke to Abraham. He was a random guy. He was not anybody special. He was just chosen by God. God spoke to him. God spoke through a donkey. God can speak through uh, people who believe in him. And God can speak through people who don't believe in him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that is one way that God speaks to us. In my life personally, God has spoken to me a lot through my wife, Nicole, and uh, it is almost always very encouraging. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's correcting, uh, but it's always good. And uh, so I really value that God speaks through others. You know, another way maybe that you have experienced God can speak to you through a sermon. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are sitting in church listening to a message or watching online and, you know, something really just hits your heart. And that's happened to me. I, I've listened to sermons and it's something just resonates with me. And it might not have even been exactly what the speaker said. Yeah. And uh, that is God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. That is God highlighting something that he wants to talk to you about. So that is a way that God speaks. I also want to make a note on God speaking through other people and through scripture and prophecy and all of this stuff. One essential element to being able to discern the voice of God is humility. 2 Timothy 4.3 says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. The truth is, sometimes... We can ignore the voice of God because we don't like the message. Mm, Yes, I've done that. (laughs) I've done that too. We can discount it. Like, oh, God wouldn't be mean to me. (laughs) You know, God wouldn't be that intense. That's obviously not God. He's so Mm -hmm. loving and so gentle and all of this. That couldn't possibly be God. And we just need to be very careful. I think that humility is essential when we listen to to God's voice. So if you're like, I really want to hear God's voice. I want to be led by him. Well, then that's great. He wants to speak to you. He wants to guide you. But that means you need to be humble and be ready to receive some stuff that might not be good. He might convict you of things. He might Mm -hmm. tell you, hey, look, your your dream for your life is not my dream for your life. Mm -hmm. I'm taking you a different direction. So we need to be sensitive to that and we need to be humble. The truth might not be nice. Mm. What are some ways that God has spoken to you and guided you, Nicole? Well, uh, first of all, as you're talking about the humility thing, I have totally been there. And um, I remember uh, reading in Isaiah about how um, God had to lead the Israelites out into the desert to win them back to himself. And uh, I remember reading that and being like, that is me. (laughs) That I just had this epiphany that I was 
the Israelites that God was taking me into this place that felt like the desert, but it really was a place where he was, was, um, becoming my first love again. And, um, and looking back, it was such a beautiful season of just feeling so close to the Lord and probably closer than, than ever, which I think when you're in a hard place, it's God feels so much more real because you are so much more desperate for him. But, um, another thing is, yeah, another thing is, um, I, I was thinking about how so many times God will drop thoughts in my heart of reaching out to people that need encouragement or, um, yeah, just different situations like that. And I have, um, two different times that come to mind where one of them, um, a dear friend of mine, I felt like God was prompting me to encourage her. And it's always like a fleeting thought, you know, like I'm blow drying my hair or in the shower or whatever. And, and it's like, you should reach out to so-and-so and it's like, oh yeah, I should do that. And then I'll forget about it, especially with the kids. I just get sidetracked so easily. And so it kept coming to mind, like for a couple weeks that I was supposed to reach out to this friend. And, um, finally one day I had my phone in my hand when the thought came to mind. So I was like, oh, I'm going to text her right now. And that day she was going through something so hard. And, and I knew that God had, um, had told me to reach out to her, yeah. but God also knew that I would procrastinate and it would take me a long time. And so it was incredible to me that for like two weeks, he was prompting me, Nicole, you need to reach out to your friend. And then finally, when I did, it was, it was a day that she really needed encouragement. And there was another time where I was again, blow drying my hair and I felt like God said, <laughs> God speaks to you when you blow dry your hair. I know it. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I felt like he said, you need to reach out to another friend. It's a different person. And I was like, oh yeah, I should do that. And, uh, and then I was like, well, you know, like we were kind of new friends and, and I, I was kind of apprehensive about reaching out to her. And the next day she posted on Instagram that she had had a really hard day with her kids the day before and all this stuff. And I was like, oh man, that was God. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like for me, and I want to encourage those listening to that God, um, he, he speaks in so many ways, but I think so often it's just this little small voice and it can feel like just a fleeting thought. And you think, Oh, that was just me. But how many times is the Lord really wanting to use you? He's trying to teach us to listen and he wants to speak to others through us. And I feel like it's such a beautiful picture of how the Holy spirit works of, of wanting to use us to reach others, but also, um, there's something that for me has been so rewarding in knowing I do hear God's voice and and confirming that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good, Nicole. I want to share another story also uh, for me that I think reveals also the complexity of this value. Mm -hmm. It's one one thing to say, we really value listening to God's voice. And then another thing to actually do it, like to actually Mm -hmm. be led by him every day, especially in the big decisions, you know, because some decisions are really hard to make. There's Mm -hmm. there's so many things to consider. So uh, for us, for me, one of the times I really sought the voice of God uh, was in planting Wonder Church. Mm, yeah. And to just give you the story, this is what happened. We, Nicole and I had felt like we were supposed to plant Wonder Church for a, a while, actually. 
uh, almost a year. And then, uh, but, but there was a pause. I needed to finish my master's degree. We needed to have another baby. <laughs> uh, God knew that we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there are other things too. Um, but so we put it on pause. And then at the beginning of this year, 2020, we felt again, it was time. Mm-hmm. And so we did what I just shared with you. You know, we, we went to scripture. You know, what does scripture say about planting and reaching and, and trying to get as much of the principles of scripture, you know, loving others and being self-sacrificial and being for the cause of Christ and all these things. So being guided by that, like, yes, believe that that is what we're supposed to do right now. Also wisdom. So we had multiple people in our lives that are leaders, trusted friends, mentors from all over the place. Some of them are like, I just feel so humbled that they, they're like to mentor us, you know, and we got encouragement and affirmation from uh, most of them and from others we didn't and and it was just so hard it was really confusing and complicated and to make a long story short there was a lot of insecurities brought out in me and I did not know what God was asking us to do I thought I knew but it was all being questioned. Everything was being questioned. And I actually believe that in that time I came into what I now know is called a dark night of the soul, which is when you're experiencing major transition or major pain or there's serious questions that you're asking. I've experienced maybe one other dark night of the soul in my life, which was in my undergrad at Northwest University. Senior year experienced a severe burnout and I... I didn't know what I believed about God. I, I wanted to quit on on ministry and pursuing being a pastor and all of this. And it was just such a hard time. So I think I experienced it again at the beginning of this year. And it was just, a, I just felt so broken and so lost and so confused. I, I did not know what God was asking me to do. I did not know what we were supposed to do there's risk and there's pain and there's uncertainty. And so this is what we did. We measured everything. We we gathered all of the, what we knew about scripture, what God had put in our hearts. We gathered the wisdom that we heard from others. And then we brought it to God. And for me, I, what happened was I would wake up early in the morning really early. We had just had our new daughter, Eloise. And so I would get up with her in the morning and she was my prayer partner. (laughs) (laughs) And we would just sit there in the dark early hours of the morning. I would often be in the fetal position with a blanket over me and just literally crying out to God, being silent at times. And then other times just crying out, God, I have to I have to hear your voice. I have to know what's going on. During that time, we also fasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we reduced the other communication in our life. So media, TV, social media, even people. We kind of just like well, God. We were on a quarantine. Oh yeah, yeah. We were on a quarantine. <laughs> quarantine had Forced just come. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and it was through that time of darkness and silence and mm-hmm. passionately pursuing God. We need to know what you're asking us to do, that Wonder Church was born. 
Mm-hmm. Wonder Church was actually born out of this value of God speaks. We believe that he speaks. We believe that he has now guided us to plant this church. Mm-hmm. And we believe that the things that he told us that he would do in and through us were true. Yes. And he is doing them now. Mm-hmm. And we believe that for you too. We believe that God wants to speak to you. And even if you don't believe in Jesus yet, I believe he still wants to speak to you. Oh, for sure. And he wants to show you who he is. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, that is our value. God speaks. And there's so much more that could be said, but that's it for now. And we want to just invite you. If you are looking for a life-giving church, we would love to invite you to be a part of Wonder Church. Uh, We are currently planting in Eastside, Seattle, and uh, yeah, we're building a team. We are seeking God's voice, seeking his presence, and we're doing our very best. And uh, so it also helps us a lot to like and share this podcast with others. It helps us do what we feel Jesus has asked us to do, which is to help people become everything they were made to be.